Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the System Samey podcast. And today I'm going to be sharing some insights from my Strategy Save Me Q1 retreat that just happened over the weekend. Number one, it was a blast. (laughs) So that's one part. And number two, I want to share insights because I think that how I structured it and what we did would probably surprise a lot of people just because of my reputation being very systematic and structured in a lot of ways. However, that isn't uh, that isn't why our Strategy Saving Q1 retreat went so well. So the first insight that I want to share is that curation beats cash every time. And what I mean by that is before I even planned the retreat, right, before my team and I planned it, I had to determine who was actually the best fit for my support inside strategy save me because had i not done that then the strategy save me q1 retreat wouldn't have would not have been as great as it would have been because i would have just again allowed anyone to pay me money who had it or again lowered my standards or whatever the case is and because i curated who was going to be in this container i therefore knew that when, when they were in person, that it was going to be magical, right? And so, you know, for both rounds of Strategy Save Me, Q1 and Q2, I did not hit my goal, in quotations, <clears throat> of how many people I wanted inside the container. However, I inherently hit my goal because every single person that I invited in and spoke to beforehand is a good fit. So in my mind, I did hit my goal because I don't want anyone who's not a great fit or who I can't help inside the container. So that's why I say curation beats cash every time is because it's not about making sure the container is super filled, right? And I think a lot of people get super wrapped up in the numbers and are like, oh my gosh, I have to have at least this many people or they're going to judge me or think that I couldn't get as many people as I wanted or whatever, right? That's not the case. And I don't think that's the case that people understand. For most people who know me and who've been in part of my spheres is that like, I will tell you (laughs) if it's not a good fit um, in every single container that I put out there because uh, that's, that's what I also want in return. Right. And so what I put out there comes back around. That's just how it works. So keep this in mind when you're putting on client retreats is that it starts at the very beginning when you decide who is best fit for the container. And again, if I just opened it up to whoever, because I wanted the cash, then the retreat would not have been a success in my eyes. So curating the, the right fits is worth it every single time. To me, it is anyway. 
Number two insights from the Q1 retreat is strategy save me Q1 retreat is that flow is more important than structure. So I attract very <laughs> type A business owners and that's okay because I'm pretty type A ish. I feel like I don't know what I am anymore <laughs> because uh, me leaning more and more into the visionary seat, I've become less and less type A. But neither here nor there. Flow is more important than structure in the sense that all of my clients were begging me for an agenda. Like, what are we doing? When are we doing it? What's happening? I need to know. And <laughs> lovingly, I was like, you don't need to know. <laughs> and they probably wanted to wring my neck. And at the same time, like, it's also that it's really a trust exercise and them knowing that I have their best interests at heart, that I'm not going to do anything that is going to jeopardize their values or cause them to do something outside of character or anything like that. And again, I gave them an agenda, I think two days before they came. And so, but again, what I told them was this agenda is extremely flexible. So just FYI, it really doesn't matter what this says, <laughs> which also probably drove them nuts. <laughs> However, when they arrived and again, we just, we ebbed and flowed our way through the entire retreat. So here's what the loose structure was. They came in on Thursday <clears throat> to Austin, Texas, which is one of my favorite places to go and get a retreat in because it's beautiful landscape, um, really relaxed, chill vibes in Austin. Like you do not, if you dress up, like people are going to look at you weird because that's just not the vibe. And they have good food. So I, what is it? Thursday they came in checked into their hotel rooms and every majority of people had their own hotel rooms except for two or three pairs of two. Um, one was a business partnership. One was biz besties and the other was also biz besties. So um, otherwise everyone got a, a room to themselves. And then we did like a pizza and champagne that night. And originally I was going to have us have dinner at the restaurant in the hotel, but it was rainy and kind of blah I was like, this feels like a pizza and champagne kind of night. So I had already had champagne um, as part of, you know, the the celebration. And we had non-alcoholic champagne as well. And it was great. Like, it was just a good icebreaker. Everybody got to talk to everybody and get to know one another. And then I said, all right, tomorrow is free day, which means go and get you a spa appointment. Go to the pool. Uh you know, frolic around, take a walk at the lake, be creative. Um, and I was just like, avoid your laptop because you're not here to just work somewhere else. This is truly a time for you to take an entire day for yourself. If you feel like taking a nap, take a nap. If you feel like walking by the lake, walk by the lake. I don't care what you do. <laughs> you don't have to report to me. Uh, and again, I'll let you know when breakfast, lunch, and dinner are so that you will get fed. Other than that, just hang out. And so, and the point of that was 
because on Saturday we were going to be masterminding and you're no good to mastermind if you're like tensely working the day before, like it's just not great. So the point was to get creative so that their creative juices were flowing then for Saturday. So, you know, the gals went to the pool, some people napped, some people took walks, some people were launch planning because it was fun. Uh, Some people were just, again, um, connecting downstairs at the bar. Some people did some s'more stuff in the fire pit. And it was great. You know, like it just, there wasn't a whole lot of like, oh my gosh, Jordan telling you all the things we got to do. And that's where they really got to bond and talk about life and values and business and all the things, right? And so that really set us up for success on then Saturday, which was Mastermind Day. And it was awesome. (laughs) First of all, what was most awesome about it was that each person got to share something that was on their heart or mind. Some of theirs was more personal and vulnerable. Some were more strategic in nature. But honestly, I was just the holder of space, right? It was not the Jordan show. It wasn't Jordan, show me this, Jordan, show me that. It truly allowed each and every one of them to flex their expertise, their experience, and support one another. And it was such a beautiful, wonderful display of true community. And I'm just really proud of that because in some rooms that I've been in, it's like, okay, everybody concentrates on the quote unquote leader of the, you know, retreat. And it's all about the leader giving you answers to your questions. And I talk to people a lot, like one-on-one in the pool or, you know, at different places. So, you know, of course, yes, I, I, got asked questions and and gave feedback. But my favorite part was the fact that because they spent that day before really immersed with each other, getting to know each other, laughing, like finding out that they had common connections or finding out that they lived like a town over from one another, like all of these things, I couldn't have been more proud. They... And here's the thing. I I am very particular about who is in my energy. I am very particular about who I help in their business, not because I'm the, you know, like, I, I don't know, like I'm the forever seer and knower of all great people in the world. However, I, I do... I do take a lot of effort and time when it comes to determining if I'm a good fit for somebody and I want them to take that same time to know if they're good for, or I'm good for them as well. Right. So Saturday was masterminding day. And then I took them to true food kitchen, which is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite restaurants because it's super, super tummy friendly. Uh, so, you know, we had different dietary restrictions and I always like to go places where everyone can eat and everyone can eat bountifully. And so there were drinks, there was laughter there was we just had this big old table of 17 of us and then we walked to ice cream and it was i really wanted them to celebrate and i really wanted them to honor each other and again it just i can't describe what a beautiful display it was 
And again, what did I do? I just held the space. <laughs> no, I, I paid the bills. <laughs> so I just have to be so grateful that each and every one of them said yes to the container, said yes to showing up and being themselves and allowing that to be enough. And then, you know, Sunday they, they went home. We Some of us had breakfast, but some people had to leave earlier than that. And what's awesome is they're going to get back together for Make Your Mark Live in Dallas and get an Airbnb together and connect. Actually, a couple of them are speaking on our stages, so that's super fun. And again, you may hear all of this and be like, what in the heck? Like Jordan has lost her marbles because she's like the systems person. Like how would she not have a super rigid retreat, right? Well, number one, that's not the definition of a retreat. And number two, I recognize what's most important. What's most important for that opportunity was that they all saw each other, heard each other, recognized each other, and celebrated each other. That's it. Not crowns. I didn't hire a big photography and videography crew to put them on display and show how great of a business owner I am and mastermind mentor and blah, 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 blah. Like I took some photos and videos every, you know, a little bit, but it's not about me. It's that whole retreat was not about me. Right. And I think more times than not, it can, that can kind of get diluted in our world where it is to put people on display and whatnot all the time, but that's just not really how I roll. And that, that leads me to, to my third insight, which is it's about them, not you. It, and that can be said about a lot of offers, not necessarily, I very much believe in creating offers that aren't one-sided, <laughs> whether that is all about you or all about them. It needs to be both and. And I think with retreats, it can be so, mm, I think retreats, events, like things like that, it can be this long display of just trying to show how awesome you are and you lose the opportunity for massive connection and transformation. And that's unfortunate. That really, really is unfortunate. I'm really glad and blessed that I've experienced a lot of really great mastermind opportunities and connection points, but not everybody has. And so it can become extremely difficult to, I guess, overcome what you see in this industry with, I guess, not even just retreats and events, but I'm going to stay on topic for now. With retreats and events, it's like, rah, 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 look at the guru on the stage, confetti and blah, 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 right? And I don't have an issue with that for people. And I want you to know that there's other ways of doing it, you know, that speak more volumes than the rah, rah and confetti, you know? Every single person who came to the retreat is now leaving more full and not in a 
overly way, but just in a way that is the the feeling that you get when you've been seen, heard, recognized, and celebrated. It's one of the best feelings because entrepreneurship is really freaking hard. <laughs> and when you see other people doing it too and stepping into the scariness and and doing it anyway, like it's so refreshing. And I have to reflect in this moment about how my phrase of the year is lead by example. And I feel as though the way that I did this retreat really did lead by example because again, they were they were wanting me to come with the structure and the system and the agenda. And I told them, hey, like, I'm leading you and you got to trust me. And that's really hard to do in business. And I'm so grateful that all of them did trust me and were open to the opportunity. And I mean, some people knew knew some of the other people coming, but not everyone knew everyone. Like, yes, we had done calls with each other, et cetera, but not everyone had gotten a chance to meet everyone. And there were like true relationships being created, bonds, right? And that's really what I wanted out of it, right? Because business sucks when you're alone. It's not meant to be done alone. And every person that came is changed for the better. Because not only did they open themselves up for transformation, but because they allowed themselves to receive it, right? So I'm just freaking excited for them. And uh, if you are unfamiliar with how I, how I run Strategy Save Me, every three months, people are able to determine if they want to stay on or not, meaning that they have an option to stay on for Q2 or they can move forward. And not everyone who came decided to move forward with me. And guess what? I loved them all the same. Because I don't have that kind of conditional love where you have to keep paying me in order for me to love you and for me to care for you and for me to want to see you succeed. If you feel that you got everything that you needed in the three months we were together, amazing. I'm not one to tell you that you're not done. That's just my own belief, right? And so... Again, I think it's important that they see that, again, you don't have to exile people who leave your programs or, you know, get super weirdly territorial about stuff. Like, I've heard, I've heard those horror stories many, many times, and that's just not really how I roll. I don't, I'm unattached to their decision, and I know that they all are great decision makers, so I don't, I don't worry about them, right? So I thought I would share some of those insights. They may not have been what you thought they were, but I, I again, wanted to just share, I'm not going to share all the, you know, ins and outs of, of the retreat because again, it's very sacred to me. And if I wanted to share it, I would have had a video crew there and whatever else, but this is, this was for them. And I'm, I'm just so full with gratitude that they said yes and that they allow themselves to receive and be celebrated and honored. Um, it was an honor to be able to do that for them. 
And uh, yeah, I I just am I'm really really happy with how it how it ended up. So uh, with that being said, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories. 